You have come to the right place. Hope you love America. Hope you're tired of the same thing all day, every day. Bringing you a different point of view. Bringing you the right point of view. From an everyday American. Recorded all over. No agenda, just America. Hello and welcome to a happy election day broadcast, podcast of Eric's America. Well, the big day is here. Um, There's been a lot of destruction and craziness on the way and uh, we all made it and we're all alive. And today or tonight, I'm sure um, either we will have a winner or be really, really sure who's going to be the winner. Um, Of course, all the big tech companies, uh, Facebook and Twitter, said they're going to flag anybody who prematurely claims victory either side um somehow i don't believe that applies to both sides but what's been going on the past several days um are major cities especially um especially the democrat run cities uh la new york dc um and there's quite a few others um they're all boarding everything up like there's uh you know katrina's about to blow in really odd because if you think biden's going to win well who would be out there breaking stuff and setting stuff on fire that seems weird i mean you know if it's a sure thing which we've been hearing again right we've been hearing that it's you know, actually, we haven't. Uh, Nate Silver, the one who, um, you know, was mocked mightily for his 2016 prediction that uh, Hillary had a 90-some percent chance, um, 90-some percent, uh, yeah, chance to win. 99, I believe he said, 99% chance to win. He backed it up earlier or later last week. It's early in the week now. Backed it up late last week and said, well, you know, maybe it's not. And then, then he came out and said, well, you know, Biden really doesn't need Pennsylvania. Um, you know, that's fine. You know, he can win it otherwise. And then as of yesterday, I believe he said, well, if Joe doesn't win Pennsylvania, it doesn't look good. Uh, they're starting to back off a little. And why are they backing off? Well, I think everybody knows why they're backing off. Um, did you see the rallies? Have you seen the rallies? Because they are insane. I mean, they're saying somewhere between 45 and 58,000 people showed up in like, in Pennsylvania Saturday night. And, uh, I mean, I've been checking on them. I've been, you know, going on YouTube and, and kind of dipping into these. Cause they, if you don't know, they've all been live streamed. They've all been live streamed on one platform or another on, uh, YouTube, which I'm actually kind of surprised that they let that go. Um, uh, you know, uh, I'm sure that there would be hell to pay if they didn't, but you know, that doesn't seem to be stopping anybody. Um, you know, uh, in fact, this whole Hunter thing kind of died out the last day or so. I mean, they still talk about it and, and Trump still mentions it from time to time. But uh, I hope somebody's actually getting to the bottom of it. But the fact that that's died out as well, you're not hearing it. Um, you know, I check in because I do. Uh, I watch some Tucker Carlson. Uh, I think he does an excellent job. I uh, stay up to date with him and 
but I don't do a whole lot of the Fox thing. Uh, not because I don't like it, just because, um, you know, when you're doing this, uh, you kind of have to bounce around. Uh, but I really do uh, enjoy Tucker. Uh, and even he has kind of backed off of it a little bit the last few days. And I'm wondering if that's a, um, a good thing actually. Um, and everybody's got the, uh, the crazy predictions and the things that mean this or that. And I think the best one so far, the best, my favorite one so far, apparently the last nine elections have been, uh, have been called uh, correctly by a guy who does a cookie poll, which sounds like the most delicious poll ever, doesn't it? I mean, I I'd sign up to take the cookie poll, but anyway, he uh, puts out uh, he sells cookies, and you can buy a Biden cookie, you can buy a Trump cookie, or you can buy a third party cookie. And uh, in 2016, um, Donald Trump beat Hillary by 1,500 cookies. Uh, so it predicted that Donald Trump was going to win. Uh, as of, I think, yesterday, uh, Donald Trump cookies were up by 4,500 cookies or something above uh, Joe Biden cookies. Um, and you can either look at it like, well, you know, it's a really good predictor, which I do. I mean, I think it's great. Uh, or he just made the Trump cookies uh, taste better. I don't know. But either way, people preferred the Trump cookie uh, about 4,000 times uh, more then people chose the Biden cookie. So, you know, the cookie poll sounds good to me. It sounds delicious. Um, I definitely want to sign up for that one. Um, and a lot of the polls are changing. Uh, and I know that a lot of these things, and it's really hard to uh, get people to understand what polls even are. And that has been a really hard thing uh, to get through. And even through my head, because I, like most people, thought that, you know, they talked to a whole bunch of people and they said, where are you at here? Where are you at there? Okay, boom, boom, boom. We're going to put it down on all sides and that's how it comes out. But no, that's not how it works. Uh, it's a computer model. Um, and they judge this and they judge that and they estimate this and estimate that and say, boom, here's your poll. This is how far this one's up or that one's up. Um, why do I have a problem with that? Well, let's think. Let's think about what uh, computer models have handed us that seem really stupid. Uh, the world was going to catch on fire. I don't know how many times before now uh, because of com computer models. All the oceans were going to overflow. I guess no one ever told the computer about basic, basic, basic science, physics, that we all learn, you know, very young in school. Because I don't know if you've noticed this. Um, if you want to know if the ice cap's melting or right, raise the ocean levels, just do this real quick. What I want you to do is take a glass of water or, you know, glass of ice, fill it up with water. Let it sit out all day until all the ice is melted. And then let me know how much is on the counter. And the answer will be um, none because the mass is the same. The mass is still there. It's just in solid form. Once it becomes liquid, it's still the same mass, so it doesn't displace anything. We learned this. We learned this in elementary school, but we couldn't tell the computer models that because then it wouldn't scare the hell out of everybody and talk everybody into cutting into energy prices so we could you know fund 
foreign governments and pay $4 a gallon for gas for how many years? Anyway, just one of the many examples. And then we got some brilliant ones this year. How many computer, these computer models for the virus had us all dead by now? I mean, we were all going to be dead. There was just going to be bodies in the streets, millions upon millions upon millions of people dead laying everywhere. Uh, well, they said, well, you know, the, in the data, you know, we got to adjust this. We got to adjust that. Yeah, this is the problem. This is a huge problem. This is the biggest problem I have with it. Computers and 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 all these things. I love technology. Don't get me wrong. I love technology and I think it's brilliant and I think it's wonderful. There is one thing that we will always as people be superior to machines. You see, machines, no matter how sophisticated they get, and even with the whole now calling it, you know, artificial learning technology where computers are learning things, they're not truly learning in the same way that we learn. You see, for a computer model to learn anything, it has to have the same data point put in it over and over and over again till it learns a pattern. People aren't that way. Our brains don't work that way. You see, that you cannot replicate what's inside our heads. We have deductive reasoning. We have logical reasoning. We have critical thinking. We have all these things that are so intangible. Some more than others, obviously, but they're so intangible that you can't build it into a machine. Now, you can input all the data in the world to where, you know, a, a network or a AI can know all the different facts that have been inputted into it, and that is beyond our capacity. We can't store every fact that way but we have something so much more advanced and we have the adaptability that's never going to work i mean you unplug a computer it's done you unplug a machine it's done you release its power source it's done we are different in that way yes if you remove our heart or something yes we will no longer run anymore but you cut off a leg we adapt you cut off someone's arms, they learn how to work with their feet. We have the adaptability that makes all these machines so inferior to us. And that's something that's always left out. That's something that's always, always like pushed to the side. You know, they always talk about, oh, well, the machines are just going to get so much smarter than humans. Uh, not technically. No, no. We have the adaptability and the critical thinking and so many things and the amount of input that we take in on a daily basis would crash any AI anywhere because of every all of our senses that are all working at one time. So yes, there are many things. And because we have this and we do all these things, we are intaking information that computer models can't see. And the only way that they would get into a computer model is somebody manually input it. So in that way, we do have that critical thinking. And where I'm going with this, other than to tell you that, yes, humans are great, um, which we are, and we're magnificent. I mean, we really are in every way. Uh, is the fact that there's factors that are going on that come in that aren't getting put into any of this. I mean, 
when people say, and, and I want for people who are younger and even myself to understand very clearly what you're talking about. When you're talking about 58,000, I think it was one, one report that uh, one of the rallies over the weekend, 58,000 people came out in the cold to see a president of the United States do a rally. Um, it's it's so far beyond anything that anyone has ever experienced. And that's why people kind of freak out and, you know, people start getting worried. And, you know, there is that kind of element to where, you know, maybe he could rise to the level of what he's been accused of, which is just silliness. It really is, you know, oh, well, he could be uh you know, he's a cult leader and all that. And we're going to get into that in a minute. The actual, the absolute horrible treatment he's received for four years that apparently he's overcome. Uh, and I don't see it as overcoming. I see it as these people have pushed more and more people to say, you know what? Screw you. I'm sick of hearing all your crap and sick of hearing all your lies. No one should be treated this way. That's our guy. Um, but if he wasn't standing for freedom and liberty and, and, America the way he is, then I would be concerned. I'd be scared to death, you know, because that's really the kind of thing that happens when people are forced to come out. But these people aren't forced to do anything. They're voluntarily going out in the cold, standing for hours. I did it myself last week. I did it myself. I went out and stood for hours because I wanted to be part of it because it's fun. And especially this year. And I think this is one thing that's going to tilt the election probably more than anything is in this year when everybody is dying, dying to get back to normal. We're sick of it. Yes, we know COVID's real. I know COVID's real. I had it. Uh, do I think a whole lot of it from the case I had? No, I don't. I'll just be honest. Um, is it more serious for some people? Yes. But when you start giving me numbers like the average age of somebody dying from it is 80 years old, I look at you and say, well, that's the average you know, age that people die from being alive. Okay. So you might want to throw a different statistic in there because that's the average age of people dying from the fact that they were born. So maybe you need to check those numbers a little bit. Give me something more than that because if you tell me the average age of you know, the average age of somebody dying from this is 80, I'm like, are you talking about being born? Because that's the average age that people live to is right around 80 years. Um so I, I don't know. Uh, are young people dying? Are younger people? I mean, even middle-aged people are thousands of them dying from this. No, not really. Um, and most people know this and we know that, yes, we, you know, we should take precautions. Um, we don't, we want to protect elderly people cause you know, it does affect them more. We went back to life and we have for a long time. And I think that is a huge factor that nobody is taking into account. And I saw somebody make a video. Um, it was early last week and it was a young, it was a young woman and she comes on and she looks like the quintessential. I thought when I, somebody sent it to me and it's like, Hey, check this out. And I thought for sure, because I saw the look and everything, I thought, Oh boy, this is another one of those screeching, screaming social justice warriors going to tell me all about, uh, you know, how Donald Trump's a fascist and everything else. And that was basically her message. She said, well, you know, I, you know, I've done all this and, you know, I'm really aligned with that side for a while, but I voted for Trump because this just has to stop. You know, this is, you know, I want freedom. I want liberty. 
And that's a huge thing that all this is missing. But that's a big part of it. People respond to what they are, the mood that is set. You set a really positive, happy, upbeat mood. And 90% of humanity is going to be happy, happy, upbeat, and positive. Say, yeah, man, we can do this. You know, yeah, maybe this is really bad. But you give people hope. That is the one thing that you cannot build into any machine ever is hope. Hope's what keep us, keeps us alive most of the time. America is hope. America is hope for the world. That is one thing, one of the biggest things that gets people around the world to look at us. We are their, their hope in many ways. If it can work there, they're hoping maybe these ideas will catch on here. Maybe this ideology will catch on here so we can have that better, happy, free life. And when you have somebody that says, well, we've got to get ready for lockdowns and this grim cold winter and everybody's going to be dying in the streets and we're just going to have to lock everything down and kill everything just to be able to survive this virus. Um, I hate to tell you, nobody's voting for that. I mean, you're going to get people that vote against Trump, but you're not getting people to vote for whatever the hell you just said because it sounded terrible. Um. So there's a lot of hope and it's fun and it's a big event and that is not getting put into the data. It's just not. You can't, it's hard to quantify that. How do you quantify that? I mean, if you've been around, especially the last five days, if you've been around any of this going on and I'll tell you, working on the road, I uh, happened to be stopped, had a day uh, waiting to move on in Indianapolis. Sitting there waiting during the day uh, we actually had a police escort for the load We're sitting there and they said, Hey you guys, uh, look behind you here in just a few minutes. Um, we just got word. There's a impromptu, you know, car Trump parade coming up the freeway. <laughs> I mean, no, nobody's there organizing it. It was just people decided to do it. And here comes this long line, hundreds and hundreds of cars with all their Trump flags blowing the horn. Everybody's happy. That is huge. That is huge. I mean, stuff like this does not happen. I mean, I've been around. I I was sort of aware of some of the Reagan years. Definitely was through the Clinton years, the all the different Bush years, the Obama years, of course. That don't happen. That absolutely does not happen. Period. It's never happened in our history. People didn't just spontaneously decide to go paint their cars up and put flags on their car and just go meet and celebrate. And that's what it is. It's a celebration because most people know and understand that, Hey, we've got to get through this election process, but if he's reelected, a whole lot of this crap is going to go away at least for a while. Will it rear its ugly head again in three and a half years or three years? There's a good chance that we're going to go through a lot of this again. And there's people that are planning horrible things starting tonight. And that's something we're going to get to in a minute. But for the most part, you cannot kill hope. You cannot kill hope. You cannot kill the hope in people's heart. And the next thing that's harder to kill and has been almost impossible to kill all over the world is the desire for freedom. Freedom and hope. That, That is what socialism, communism fascism that's what it was all about is how to kill 
How do you kill that hope and drive for freedom? How do you kill that out of a human being and make everybody obey? It's never worked, and a whole lot of people have to die, and a whole lot of people are scared, but they still, in hiding, in anywhere they were, they met in groups, and they had that hope and freedom. And, and since the birth of this nation, it has spread like wildfire around the world that people want that. They have that drive. So, uh, my predictions. Well, I've already said I think Trump is going to win. Um after seeing what's going on right now, I, I just think people are missing it. Um, could it be tighter? Of course it could be. I don't have a I don't have a crystal ball. I certainly don't have a computer model, nor would I trust it because, you know, I mean, Miami's not, you know, way under the ocean. So, you know, those models kind of a little rough. Um, and, you know, I didn't have to avoid bodies while driving around today. So pretty sure computer models are kind of crap. Um it just doesn't work. So where are we at? I don't know where we're at. I really don't know. What I can say is every report that I've seen or heard or dug up. I mean, the consensus has always been if you have early voting, Democrats always dominate, dominate early voting or the mail-in voting. But there was a lot of reports that, yeah, they're just not as big as they thought. I mean, the Biden campaign planned for these huge, huge numbers of early votes and everything else coming in that were going to just be such a wide margin that they couldn't be made up on election day because predominantly conservatives, Republicans, or whoever's, you know, on that side votes much more on election day. And why is that? Because it's part of our ideology. You know, it's part of the process. You show up on election day, you cast your vote. That's your right. People have fought and died for you to have that right. And that's when you do it. You show up and you you go into the poll and you vote and do it the right way. And uh, from what I'm hearing all over the place, and especially in swing states, the um, turnouts for voting today is just astronomical hours and hours of people waiting in line to go vote now the reason i feel very confident about that is you know for years and years the whole thing was well if you have a big voter turnout that means democrats are going to win i don't believe it right now this is not that sort of model in any way shape or form um i don't i don't think trump is even even a little bit worried about uh needing a lower vo voter turnout to win what i'm hearing all around people talking about tons and tons of first-time voters not just young but even middle-aged and older people the first time they've ever felt the need to be in the process they feel that it's this important they're coming out and voting and it's breaking very strongly for trump sounds good to me um i just think there's a whole lot of momentum uh and we'll see later i mean do you have states like pennsylvania that and uh where was the other one i think minnesota I got to check that. But uh, yeah, I think those two aren't starting to count their mail in and early vote until today or tomorrow. So, you know, we had almost 100 million. The record voting was somewhere around 136 million people voting. Uh, we've already broke 100 million just in the early vote. And you've got these lines and everything going crazy today. I uh, would not be surprised if it's somewhere around 150, 160 million people vote in this election. 
which will be a huge record. And I think that does nothing but bode well for Trump. I really do. So, uh, I feel, I feel pretty positive about it. You know, either way, I mean, we're going to carry on. We do what we do. We're going to cover everything. We're going to talk about everything. We're, I mean, it's not like this ends today. It's not like, oh, this is my final podcast. Uh, election's over, blah, blah, blah. No, absolutely not. It's not what we do. But here, I mean, to understand what somebody has went through, this this is amazing. And this is kind of a little montage where they go through of what just some of the stuff in the last uh, three and a half years. And uh, check this out. This day forward, it's going to be only America first. America first. When he said today, America first, it was not just the racial, I mean, the, I should say racial, the Hitlerian uh, background. Oh, my God. America first committee. They were infiltrated by the Nazis. Many of them were anti-Semitic. Part of why they weren't alarmed by Hitler's rise in Germany. Uh Outside of the Civil War, World War II. And including 9-11, this may be the most cataclysmic event the country's ever seen. He's just <laughs> America first. disgusting to look at. Um, he's obese. He's one of the repulsive, physically-looking <laughs> human beings I've ever seen. Absolutely wow. no morals. Who's a bully, who wow. acts like a bigot and a racist, and is a sexist and a sexual harasser. Wow. The case for impeachment has never been stronger. The evidence never so riveting. Are you suggesting uh-huh. that President Trump Ugh. should face impeachment? Another member of Congress wants him impeached. There's growing talk, at least, about impeachment. What is your case for impeachment the first day of public testimony in the impeachment inquiry opening with a bombshell and we got the bombshell a a bombshell 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 one bombshell after another bombshell after bombshell we're bracing for potentially an explosive man bombshells everywhere what happened i guess they were quite explosive the most explosive thing this is a slow motion explosion how explosive very explosive and i think it'll be explosive (laughs) wow donald trump feels the walls closing in really kind of walls closing in on him walls closing in on him walls closing in on him (laughs) there is a non-trivial chance that if donald trump loses the election he ends up living out the rest of his days in prison but here's the question would you like to see president trump in prison do you want to see the president in prison do you think trump could end up going to jail he could actually face jail time donald trump could end up in jail in prison if he ends up in jail so be it you are pathetic from a journalism point of view donald trump is a brain-eating disease how stupid can you be this president has radicalized so many more people than ISIS ever did. His oh my gosh. Pose a profound danger wow. to every single person in this country and literally every inhabitant of the planet. Call them fascist comments. Wow. Fascist. Fascism. Fascist. Xenophobic. Racist. Demagogic. Sexist. Autocratic. Donald Trump's a fascist. Someone like a fascist or a tyrant or an autocrat. Fascist. Mm. Hitler. Hitler. Adolf Hitler. 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 Well, Hitler. 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 He could well be just an empty man an empty yeah. human yeah. being with an empty no man. soul Donald Trump wow. blows Vladimir Putin like they are illegal immigrants oh Don Lemon talking about blowing people I don't, yeah. in fact the only thing your mouth is good for is being Vladimir Putin's holster oh, you Donald Trump oh my god oh yeah Don Lemon talking about uh about uh, somebody sucking dick. Uh, yeah, Don. Um, what about those sexual uh, assault charges that are waiting for you there, uh, Mr. Lemon, uh, for uh, sexually assaulting a man in a bar? Um, maybe you shouldn't speak about that. I'm uh, just saying. Uh, but he has no. 
he's too big of a moron to know what not to talk about. I mean, God, it's it's hard. I mean, it's hard to find somebody as dumb as him. And they found him and they propped him up and put him on cable news somehow um, at the cable news network. Uh, the other day he said, uh, anybody that, you know, Trump supporters, they're all like crackheads. They just they're all just stupid and uh, they're just crack addicts. And, uh, you know, I just had to get rid of them. Yeah, Don, nobody who supports Trump would even speak to you, um, much less be your friend. And if you've defriended people, I'm sure they're happy you're gone. And maybe you won't sexually assault them in a bar. So, hey, maybe that'll work out for you. I don't know. Uh, but, yeah, all that you just heard, that's just uh, just a snippet over the last three and a half years. Um and the bombshells after bombshells after bombshells, which were the whole impeachment crap. Uh, I think the bomb's blowing up today. That's how I feel. That's what I feel like. The bombshell is blowing up today, and it's blowing up in their face. And there will be nothing more pleasurable, nothing more pleasurable than to have to watch all those idiots, all those mindless drones talking about Hitler and they have no idea apparently what a fascist is uh, I would be glad to educate them I try I try I'm sure they're not listening but if they did they might get an education on it uh, watching them have to announce that Donald J. Trump has been reelected as the 45th president tonight oh boy there would probably be very few things that are that satisfying uh, very, very few, and you don't get them that often. So we should enjoy it for sure. So it, it's just, it's mind blowing that these people can be this wrong, this dumb and that condescending because let's face it. You see all that's going on right now. You see the rallies and the size of the rallies. You see the impromptu parades everywhere, whether it's car parades, where there's just random rallies of people getting together, whether it's boat parades. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff going on, which means you are literally telling most, I mean, a large chunk of the citizenry because there are millions behind those, those millions that have been doing this collectively. You know, I mean, it doesn't take long when you're having 30 to 60,000 people show up at a rally four and five times a day, you know, that adds up pretty damn quick. Those millions of people that are coming out to do that, behind them are tens of millions that support Donald Trump. So basically, you're just telling the American people who elected him the first time, and I do believe will elect him a second time today, you're just insulting all of them. And somehow, somehow, you are dumb enough to sit there and do it and somehow be condescending and think, oh, well, they'll come back and watch me tomorrow. <laughs> Why wouldn't they? I mean, I know I called them crackheads and, and stupid and ignorant and uh, fascist and sexist and racist and xenophobes and transphobes and every phobe phobe you can think of, but I'm sure they'll listen next time, right? No. They're not listening now. They never are ever again. You could literally tell them that nuclear war was breaking out at this moment somewhere and they're not going to listen to you because you are done you stick a fork in them they're done no one's ever going to listen to them again because they just can't stop lying so that's interesting so what happens what happens tonight well we talked about the cities they're all boarded up well are i mean are they waiting for a biden victory because pretty sure they're not scared of Trump supporters. I mean, if they were, I'm pretty sure they wouldn't be out all the time, 24 hours a day on every medium they can possibly get calling us all names. Uh, 
Because, you know, if you're scared of people, that's probably not the best way to handle it. I mean, wouldn't all of your buildings be burned down by now? I mean, if we were all these crazy fascist, racist, homophobe, blah, blah, blah. Um, I believe you'd be dead. Just saying. Um, that's what happens. I don't know. Have you ever read a history? I mean, watched a documentary. Hey, I got an idea. Watch a documentary on YouTube because you guys love that. Why not pop it on and find out what actual fascists and communists do to people? Guess you'll figure out really quick which side you're on, which side we're on. But anyway, what's going to happen after the election or happen start starting tonight? Well, I mentioned a while back the uh, idea of the color revolutions, that they were using the playbook, and this is what was going on. And, and you have a lot of groups. You have Antifa, you have BLM, you have... Um, the DSA is now Democratic Socialists of America are now joining in with all these. Uh, they put out flyers uh, talking about uh, all the stuff you're going to need and where to meet up with people to start fighting this. And this involves the deep state people that are in government uh, in the bureaucracy, which we, you know, part of the, the swamp or the deep state, however you want to put it. And yeah, so. Most of them aren't hiding it. They're putting it out on message boards and, and you know, private chat sites and, and that sort of thing uh, about this organization. You know, you have uh, shut down D.C. And, and of course, you've got the Obama uh, Action uh, Action Network or whatever it is. Yeah, they're involved. All these people are involved about getting out and, and basically protesting and rioting. And why would they be doing that if they thought that there's no way that Joe Biden would lose? It seems weird. I mean, isn't that what you want? That's what you said you wanted. I mean, the NBA tanked their entire league to uh, try to get Biden to be president. And uh, apparently all the athletes apparently were all mandatorily given the day off. They couldn't practice today, not even for collegiate sports. Couldn't practice today. They all have to be told to go vote, which is fine. I'm glad they're going to go vote. I don't think, you know, you have to take the whole day off. Uh but of course they do, because they assume that all of them are on the left. And if you're on the left, I mean, you can't be bothered to do anything else. I mean, all the people on the right, yeah, you're going to go to work. You're going to do your thing you take care of your family. And you're going to take, you know, the hour or whatever it takes out of your day. And you're going to go to your civic duty and vote. But all the rest, of course, of course, I mean, you got to give them the whole day. I mean, they got to find the polling place. They got, oh, it's just a hassle. Um, you know, I mean, that's how it works. We all know this. But what is planned starting tonight? Well, apparently the White House is setting up huge fences. Um, they're calling them non-scalable fences. I'm not sure how that works, uh, unless you're going to throw up uh, some kind of uh, border wall, which I'm sure they're not setting up. Why is all this going on? And the last report I heard from someone uh, that the buildings in D.C. and surrounding areas were boarding up to three and four stories high of all their windows and glass. Now, what's that say? And what's going to happen? Well, we're going to talk about it and play you an interesting little uh, Skype call that uh, was leaked that I'm pretty sure wasn't supposed to get out. Anyway, that'll be here in just a minute. I'm going to take a break in the middle to let everybody know the podcast is free and it's on every platform that you find podcasts on. If for some reason it is not there, 
let me know. Send me a message, Facebook or email direct. And I haven't put this out there yet. I need to because people can email directly to me. Eric's Eric's America Pod, all one word, all lowercase. Eric America's Eric's America Pod at Gmail. Get directly to me. Let me know. We'll get it out there. And that way it can keep growing. Rate and review the show. That is very important. The rating matters. The review doesn't. You can say whatever. Tell them they're locked you in a closet. They won't let me out until I give them five stars. Doesn't really matter. It is the rating that matters. It gets us higher in the charts. It, it goes with the algorithm, which I think we just talked about algorithms. That's why it doesn't make sense. I mean, you can give it five stars and say this show sucks. It doesn't matter. They just count the five stars. And it gets it up the charts and gets more people listening. And that's the big thing. Things are always growing. More and more people are listening. And that's a great thing. More people will become enlightened. And that's, you know, the whole point of the whole thing is educate and help people understand what really is going on and why it matters to just average people like ourselves. So please do that or just message me for any reason. Hey, ask me anything you want. Send questions. I'll answer them on on the podcast. It'll be great. Anything you want. But please, check us out and subscribe. And uh, now I'm back here. Now, right before, I was saying that all these places are boarding up and get ready for, you know, social unrest. Why would you have that? Well, I guess there's two thoughts on that. But pretty sure they're just scared of the same groups that have been going around burning and trashing and breaking everything and looting. <laughs> All summer and now into the fall. So why would they do that? Well, there's only one reason, and we're going to find out what that reason is right now. This is a leaked call, Skype call, between some uh, members that are involved in government in D.C. And this is all about uh, the D.C. portion of it. Uh, some BLM activists and uh, different ones. Uh, and I think you're going to find this uh, oddly chilling. So here's that. Any plans for how to respond if there's a coup? Okay, and we'll pause it there real quick. The coup that she's referring to, which you'll learn later, is just the uh, re-election of Donald Trump. But here we go. We'll check all this out. Um, yeah, we, we uh, um, have been in... Uh, dis- you know, discussion for a couple months about uh, how to respond to different contested election scenarios. First step is that we we think that we need to start the the post election phase in the streets. So we're oh. inviting people to come to BLM Plaza um, anytime after four p.m. on election night. BLM uh, Plaza. On the fifth, Plaza. we're gonna uh, shut down mm. the White House. On the sixth, we're gonna mm. shut down. Wait, how are you uh, doing that? Parts of Washington, Pause it for a DC. second. How are they how are they shutting down uh, the White House? Uh, you know, uh, we're not really sure, but uh, I mean, it's going to take uh, concerted effort, and it sounds quite dangerous. That seems uh, pretty scary. Um, but that's on the sixth. Why on the sixth? I mean, shouldn't we uh, already have know a lot by then? Uh, I think we should. But uh, yeah, we'll go on and check out some more of this. And then the following week, um, oh, and then the I mean, like, all the mainstream groups are going to come to D.C. and try to have a march on the 7th. So oh, that's okay. a Saturday and we'll sure. see how that goes. Uh, but then the, you know, the following week, Congress is planning on coming to town and mm-hmm. passing laws again and like having business as usual. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And we're saying there's if, if we're in a coup, 
There's no time for business as usual. Members of Congress are coming in. um, We're going to meet at the airports or at Union Station um, and send them back to where they came from until we deal with the, the situation that we're in. If enough of them get in and we need to go to Capitol Hill um, uh, that that week, we'll you know we'll do that too. That is insane. That is the craziest thing. And there's another one that I need to find uh, that's uh, even scarier. And I'm going to work on finding that real quick, uh, where they're talking about armed conflict. Yeah, that one's uh, terrifying. But they're talking about oh, if a coup, if a coup happens, the coup is the American people voting and participating in the process and picking, you know, the next president, because that's what the people do. Um, we're still in charge. And these are literally people who are talking about democracy. And I've said it before, we don't live in a democracy. We live in a Republic, a representative Republic, but we elect our leaders democratically. And they want to preach about democracy, democracy, democracy. But they're literally sitting right here and just talking about, I mean, that democracy thing, you know, democratically electing, you know, the representatives to have our representative. I mean, we don't like any of that. I mean, as long as they choose what we want and decide the way we want, I mean, it's fine. It's great. But uh, we already know they're not. And so it's a coup. It's a coup against us because, I mean, we are so much better and smarter. We know what you need. You have no idea. Huh, that sounds exactly like all the stuff they proclaim that everybody else is. And of course it is, because the last thing they want, the last thing they've ever wanted, is America to work the way it's supposed to work. You know, the people decide on who leads us. And if we don't like them, as soon as we get a chance, (laughs) we fire them with our votes. That's what we do. So let me find the rest of this real quick. So here, yeah, this lady is going to enlighten you on what their next steps are going to be. Uh, Check this out. We began to put together a list of things we want to know about in the city. So where are all the police stations? Because it's good to know where the police are. Where are all the key government buildings? Where are Mm. all the media outlets? Who are the Trump boosters? So we're talking about what would it take to surround the White House and have people do stuff? We can divide it up easily. People do stuff. stuff. We have to be willing uh-huh. to put our bodies on the line and uh-huh. take on some discomfort, sacrifice, risk in order to change things. Uh-huh. And I've been in conversations where people have never thought about having a gun or like, should I have a gun? But I think we have to know, uh-huh. and I'm going to talk a little bit in a few minutes about what do we do when guns are in the mix. So again, oh. chaos is a soup by which change emerges. Let's get cooking. Again, we didn't cause the war. We didn't ask for this war. Many of us are here because we want to fight war? it. We want what something war? different. What are we willing to do? Uh-huh. Right? Because again, we're not dealing with people with just simple guns. We're dealing with people with AR, you know, AK-47s, multiple rounds, yeah. a lot of shootings. So, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, we are going to so, be in a yeah. crisis, but we want it creating. to be one that we are creating. I see. We want to make sure that we are on the offense and not uh-huh. the defense. We that's want true. them to be responding to us, and yeah, that's yeah. not responding to them. In a situation of a coup or an insurrection or an uprising, whoever's got the guns. Mm-hmm. Well, this is very interesting. I'm gonna pause that for a quick second because the the graphics she's showing graphics on this, uh, you know, Skype call chat, private chat kind of kind of thing. Uh, it's kind of weird. She keeps flashing up like 
uh, subliminal messages and shit instead of her video feed and throwing up images. And it's very, very interesting because the images she keeps throwing up now are all from the Arab Spring. You know, the color revolutions. <laughs> I mean, where would she get these kind of ideas? Uh, you wouldn't think that she had got them from the State Department under Obama and Hillary. I mean, no, it can't be. No, I mean, you know, she has all these wonderful graphics and, you know, all these graphics of, uh, you know, things written in Arabic for the Arabic Spring and the uprisings. Huh. Well, that's weird. Huh wonder where she got those ideas. Okay, and so now she's talking about the guns and the armed conflict. Here we go. Often can win. Yeah, well, we that's probably true. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. He's got to go. Trump's got to go. He's got to go. In order so, to achieve what hmm. they did, yeah. they knew they had to take over important government buildings. Oh, and they knew they had These to take the over members of the police and army, and they had yeah. to protect each other. Okay. I think we don't have a lot of experience taking over government buildings. Yeah, I we think that's a good think thing, too. And I know, uh, as huh. I, you know, I said earlier how, you know, we may find ourselves in the streets with people with different tactics than ours. Yeah. But like, but like, there may be some people that are willing to break the windows to get into the government I'll buildings. Bet, I'll bet there are. I'll bet there like, are some. Mm-hmm. If that's what we need to do, then, then do we it. shouldn't fight about that. No. Let's do that. Just do it. Let's do it. Let's just get it done. I mean, why would you need to worry about it? I mean... I mean, it should be fine. I mean, just, you know, get our guns and our bricks and we'll just go in and take over everything because somebody else is causing a coup. Those pesky American people trying to vote for their own government. The hell are they doing? Don't they know anything? I mean, we got to save them. That's why we got to go in and break the windows and go in with guns and kill people and take it over because... You know, we speak for the people. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm laughing. But at the same time, that is chilling. That is terrifying. And of course, like I said, they they have everything. that. Luckily, they translated half the page into English. was showing these uh, graphics and these instructions, uh, you know, and half of it's in Arabic, half of it's in English. Why? Because, well... <laughs> these are the people they are aligned with and this is where they got their training so they could do the Arab Spring and you know the color revolutions this stuff is maddening it's terrifying and this is where we are right now and so am I nervous about the election I actually don't feel as worried and terrified today as maybe I did a few weeks ago. I was a little worried a few weeks ago, um, you know, just because there are a lot of these people out there. I mean, you can't deny that much of it. Uh, And there are people that just hate Trump for whatever reason. None of it makes a lot of sense to me. I mean, that you have the whole argument. um, People are like, well, I just wish he'd be more presidential. I just I just wish he wouldn't say bad things. Okay, you know, that may have been fine. You know, I'm sure that, uh, you know, when George Washington and Thomas Jefferson and Ben Franklin and, you know, and all these people were setting down. I mean, I'm sure they had harsh words, but of course they were very, you know, proper. And there was a whole issue with that. I mean, that was the, the thing. And it's it's weird that people still have a hang up 
And why do I find it weird? I find it weird because has anybody watched anything that's popular? I mean, entertainment wise for the last, I don't know, decade. When is anything anymore very proper in any way, shape or form? So what are you talking about? We have people literally that are plotting to shoot and kill other citizens just for their political choice. We're talking about America here. That there already have been people killed because they're Trump supporters. We're talking about cities after cities have burned and been looted and people have been killed and, you know, businesses decimated places that will won't recover for probably the next decade. And you're worried because the president doesn't, you know, speak politicianese. Is that what you're worried about? But yet you're going to vote for Biden, Biden. That's, that's your answer to somehow being more presidential. I, I don't know. I mean, people like that, it's really hard to get through to because I don't know what to say to them. Like, uh, what world are you living in? Are you here? Are you awake? Are you alive? Is there consciousness? Is your heart still beating? Okay, do you know where we're at? We have people that will literally kill you in some places because you wear a Trump hat. Um, Why are we worried about what he tweets? Well, it's, it's hurtful to some people. It's, it, it hurts their feelings. Really? Yeah, I think it really hurt those uh, people that got shot and killed on the street for wearing a hat or a shirt. Yeah, I think their feelings might be a little injured. What the? F yeah. Yeah, those people are really hard for me because then they're like, well, he's racist and he's you know, this and this. And it's like, no, you can sit there and show them. Absolutely not. Period. Period is not. Least racist president We've had for a long time and people will come back at me and say, oh, Barack Obama. Yeah, he was racist as hell towards white, white people. It works both ways. If you don't believe me, read critical race theory. You know what? By the way, don't. I mean, it's it's time in your life you're never going to get back. Just I'll give you a quick synopsis. It's uh, a Nazi sat down and wrote a uh, reverse idea about white people and threw it in a book. And now they want to teach it everywhere. Uh, that's critical race theory in a nutshell. Uh, it's garbage. It's propaganda. It's fascism. It's all kinds of things. None of them good. And it's a load of crap. So, you know, that takes care of that. These are the people that buy into that. <laughs> we got to be, you know, you know, we really got to apologize because, you know, we're white. The hell I do. And what do I have to apologize for? Nothing. Thank you. Uh, plus, I'm an American. I'm not, you know, this is the greatest country on earth. So I don't apologize for that. In fact, I'm very, very thankful and appreciative that I've been privileged enough to be born in this country. That is the greatest privilege you can ever receive. And it's just, it's, it's sad that we had a president who attacked it for eight years and we have a whole group of people that are now still his zombie followers and followers of the same ideology on the left that are trying to tear it down and now planning to try to create a color revolution or a coup after the American people elect their president. So 
That is very disturbing. But to those people, let's address them real quick because we still have plenty of time on this wonderful election day. Uh, I hope you voted. I haven't said that yet. Please go vote. Please go vote if you haven't. It is, and I, I, you know, I have no worry. People that are voting for Trump, they will walk through a wall of fire across broken glass to get to the polls to vote for him. Uh, those that are on the fence, uh, I don't know any. I don't know any undecided voters. I think they're like unicorns. Maybe you should capture one so we could all see them at this day and age. I could see an undecided voter, you know, 10, 12 years ago. I could see that. I could see that. And I could definitely see it because um, I wasn't an undecided voter. I was just a discouraged voter um, by the time 2012 came around. So, you know, that was very uh, heartbreaking. But in this climate, in this country, um, they're undecided. I, I don't think so. Um, maybe Biden voters are undecided because no one wants to vote for that period. And you want to know why you shouldn't vote for that and why the whole be more presidential thing is ridiculous. Well, I got something to play for you that I'm sure you will really enjoy. I think it's a right for people to have bad care. I mean, it's a right to have bad health care. Um, and, you know, I mean, that's being more presidential, you know, I mean, we need to add rights like Batakavka, um, you know, because Barack and him both believe in it. So, I mean, I think everybody should have it. Uh, I have no freaking idea what the hell Batakavka is, but uh, apparently um, everybody should have it. And then later in the same speech, um, he said he was going to uh, going to form a bridger. Uh, about China, the um, true international pressure uh, for China. So I mean, there's that too. Um, I'm not sure if that's code for uh, he was going to set up a bank account so Hunter could get uh, another billion. Uh, it could be. It could be. Um, he's really passionate about it. Uh, so yeah, I mean, we've got to a point where uh, we've got Trump, and I've watched several of these. I watched one live, and then went to us, you know. Uh, checking in through uh, video on these different ones. So you got Trump at huge, huge, huge rallies. I mean, they're just astronomical. Something that's never been done in this country. Something we'll probably never see again in our lifetimes. Um, and, you know, he's having fun. He's he's doing the silly dance, which now has caught on. I mean, people are, you know, laughing at themselves and having fun with it. Uh, the silly YMCA dance, uh, which is just fun. I mean, it's having fun. You know what I mean? I mean, it's good that you can laugh at yourself and it's good. Everybody can have a laugh because we do, we have a laugh about it. I mean, I laugh about it. I mean, it's, it's silly. It's funny, but he's having fun and he's making jokes and people are laughing. And the other side, you have Joe Biden yelling at cars in a parking lot, mostly empty parking lot, but he's yelling at cars while they honk the horn back at him. And uh, that goes back to the whole uh, human input thing. I know what that means. Um, and then Barack is out with him now, too. And he's got a megaphone yelling into, you know, empty parking lots and and yelling at, uh, you know, mid-year, mid-size compacts with the megaphone. Or you got Joe with his microphone just yelling. Dude, he looks like he's about to stroke out just yelling and screaming about lies and lies and lies. And the problem is... And he's just telling on himself. I mean, that's what he's full of. He's full of lies, uh, full of lies. Um, couple more things real quick. Have you seen, have you seen the disgusting Lady Gaga video? 
If you haven't, go look it up. Uh, that's if you have, you know, a minute and a half or two minutes that you know you're never getting back. So, I mean, it's a risk. It's a risk. So, uh, obviously, I don't have video, so I have to describe it. Uh, so, apparently, she threw on some uh, camo uh, and some boots and borrowed a truck from someone because I'm sure she doesn't own it. And she's leaning up against the truck like she's supposed to be some badass redneck now. Uh-huh. And she cracks open a beer and she said she's voting for America. And that means she's voting for Biden. And then she chucks down the beer like she's dropping the mic and walks off. And it's like, what the fuck is that? What did I just see? I mean, pandering is a problem. But I'm sorry. Lady Gaga is not getting through to the average American guy who likes a truck and likes a beer. They're not paying attention. You just look like a fool. And then uh, my girlfriend actually pointed out a video. She's never been very political. This year has kind of changed her. I started doing this. uh, Some things uh, started happening. And, you know, she's like me. I hate that all these people have ruined entertainment, period. Because we don't want to ruin entertainment. We absolutely don't. We absolutely don't. We want our entertainment to be free of politics because who the hell wants that? And I believe the American people have shown that. Uh, They didn't watch the NBA. Uh, They haven't been watching the NFL. Uh, People watch college football because even though at the beginning uh, it was a little bit of a controversy, now they're just playing football. I love my college football. I watch it every week. I enjoy it. And guess what I don't think about while I'm watching college football? Politics. Even though I do a political podcast, that's the last thing on my mind. And I watch all kinds of games. I do have my favorite team, which is uh, West Virginia, by the way, which had a good win this past week. They beat uh, number 16, K-State. Uh, that was good. That was good. They had a great game. Um, love my Mountaineers. But uh, the last thing I'm thinking about is politics or the election until you go to the Joe Biden breaks where they have the terrible commercials, especially the one with the uh, doctors, which I'd like to see their actual medical degrees. I doubt that they have them. They're actors and lab coats and scrubs talking about how Trump failed or some garbage. Uh, They just sound like morons uh, because they are. And other than that, I don't think about politics whatsoever. And most of the time, um, you know, I just ignore it because that's not what I'm watching football for. But she brought up a video of of somebody she enjoys their music and they made a freaking Trump song. And it is garbage, by the way. Um, It's Demi Lovato. And she made one uh, commander in chief. And I'm not going to play it because I'm not going to dignify it. Uh, It's it's about two and a half minutes of absolute mindless drivel about somehow that Trump's doing things that, uh, well, if I did that, I couldn't sleep at night. Yeah. Like what? <laughs> I mean, you know, helping the American people. Yes. That would be terrible. Yes. We know you're not doing that. We know you're in the streets, um, burning and, and looting and killing people. So I don't think we have the problem sleeping. Pretty sure it's you. It's going to continue to be you. Uh, these people are just angry, 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 angry people. And it, uh, it's got to stop. 
It's just got to stop. Hopefully a lot of it will end. I'm looking forward to tomorrow when the coronavirus uh, starts chilling out a little bit. I mean, the death rate's down by 85% or something. It's ridiculous. The death rate's really low. Why is that? We'll talk about corona just for a quick minute. I don't want to give it too much too much time. Yes, Europe is having a terrible time with it. Why? Because they locked down super hard. And when you do that, no one is exposed to it. Why is it important for a virus to be exposed to multiple people? What is the uh, herd immunity about? Well, what happens with viruses is they have to mutate to pass. Okay. Everybody, I mean, a lot of people know this. If you don't know that, that's how it works. It mutates to pass. And what normally happens in very, 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 very rare, very extremely rare cases, it will mutate to something worse. That is very minuscule of a, of a chance of that happening. And if you see it happen, and yes, you have to take different measures. But 99.99999% of the time, what happens is a vi- virus weakens as it passes through people. So what, what happened? We opened up, cases spiked, and everybody got all pissed off, and everybody in the media and everything all worried. And what happens is that starts to happen, and it starts to mutate, and it gets weaker. And so you have what we have now. Yeah, cases are going up because it's that time of year. I mean, who knew that respiratory viruses thrive in the late fall and winter? <laughs> who knew that? Uh, uh, everybody. Uh, but anyway, the death rate's way down. The hospitalization's way down. Yes, we do have better therapeutics. We have better idea how to treat it, but also it gets weaker. What happened in Europe? They locked everybody down, hard lockdowns, no let anybody out, keep everybody from getting it. What happens is then it doesn't mutate and weaken. And so when you decide to open back up, because you're like, oh, well, it's 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 way down. So now we can open up and let everybody back out. Well, people start to get it and they start dying. Why? Because it hasn't achieved any significant mutation to weaken so that's what's going on in europe it is bad it is their fault yes um what's going on in america what viruses do they're going to virus they're going to pass uh 70 plus percent of all people who got it were wearing masks all the time i myself didn't wear a mask for months and months because i was in an area of the country that did not require it as soon as i headed home put on a mask guess what i cut the coronavirus why is that because mask really uh, unless you have some kind of fitted high-end N95 that's been fitted to you and filters that you change all the time, guess what? It doesn't do shit. We know this. We've experienced it. But we want freedom and liberty. And what has freedom and liberty got us? Our economy recovering like no one thought it would. It's bouncing back up tremendously. We're getting back to work. We're going to work on getting our lives back. And not that many people are dying from it. That's what you get. That is what you get. So that, if you want to take a microcosm of how you do it and how you don't do it, you look at Europe and you look at Australia and you look at all those places that are experiencing a horrible second wave that is killing tons of people, or you look at the U.S. where we have cases, but you know the death rate's way down, hospitalizations are way down. In fact, you know that all this is down, even if you didn't know the numbers, even if somebody didn't tell you the numbers, you would still know it because if you turn on CNN, MSNBC, ABC, NBC, CBS, all the blah, 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 all the letters, all they talk about is cases. And of course, we test more than anywhere else, so we're going to find more cases. Uh, but you've noticed they're not talking about all the deaths anymore. They just keep quoting that one number, which we've went through a million times and we don't want to any longer. So, um, 
anyway, talking about the closing arguments for this election, what are the closing arguments? Well, here they are. The closing argument is liberty, freedom, normal life, the American way, the American dream, a continuation of what everyone is truly worried about, which is, can I survive? Can I help my family? Can I make the next generation better off than we are? And the answer with Trump is yes. Biden is the lockdown, dark winter, slow burn of socialism and fear. That should be enough. But you know, he just couldn't help repeating the same mistakes that have been made many times. And so the final clip I'm going to play you today is just, well, it's just sickening, but at the same time, it's funny. And here we go. Theme of the all reminds me of that gospel hymn. I don't feel no ways tired. I've come too far from where I started from. I don't feel no ways tired. I come too far from where I started from. Oh my goodness. So yeah, um that's the uh, final word there from Joe. He just decided to plagiarize or copy Hillary. And I have a feeling it's going to be the same result. Let's just hope that this is a beginning, a good beginning, or maybe it's a good ending. I am concerned about what could happen tonight with all the talking about all the craziness. But the one thing I do have hope, I have hope in the American people, and I've seen them coming out all over the country the last couple days, especially over the weekend. They've been coming out for a while. I think they'll come to the polls, and it looks like they are. Now, I think we'll get four more years of prosperity and freedom and liberty. And hopefully, the changing of the people that are embedded in terrible places that want to do terrible things. And hopefully that some of these, some of these people, not all, because I know most of them will not learn for a second time, but I hope some do. And they come to their senses and realize just how wrong and how crazy they have been. And that would be a beautiful, not beginning, but it would be a great restart. To where we're supposed to be because we're not that divided we're certainly not that divided these rallies these gatherings these impromptu this ground game is a testament to how many americans truly think alike and that it's only these crazy woke nut jobs somehow that have gotten into places of power and places of influence that are really the crazy ones. But most average people want no part of any of this. And that's the best thing I can say about America, for sure. We are one people. E pluribus unum. From many, one. That's who we'll be. That's who we'll be again tomorrow. And that is the beauty of 
the greatest nation on earth. Anyway, I will see you Thursday. Uh, hopefully it'll be a great gloat fest. That'll be great. Um, yes, uh, I'll probably be recording that tomorrow because I'll be back to, uh, the grind on Thursday. So I'll probably be recording that tomorrow. Um, and we're going to talk about all of it, everything. I think there'll be a lot of interesting stories comes out of this. I think it's going to be very, very interesting. And although I can't predict, I do have a great feeling. So we'll see. We'll see if I'm right or wrong. Hey, it won't be the first time I've been wrong, and uh, but uh, I have a lot of hope. Going into election, going into the election evening here soon, I, I have a lot of hope. And I hope you do too. Stay safe. And as always, check us out on all the different platforms. Subscribe, rate, don't worry about the review. Give a review, say whatever you want, but the rating helps. And let's get more people listening. More people can find out what the average regular Americans really think about all this insanity. I think it'll be enlightening for a lot of people and, you know, just help grow it and get bigger. But until Thursday, just remember, it's no agenda, just America. Just America.